What's up, everybody? This is Nikkei Roach. I hope you're doing wonderful. It's a beautiful day here in Western North Carolina, and people who are uh, just some of the some of that salt of the earth. I mean, these hill folks um, have just a tap into nature that sometimes city dwellers miss. And if you've never been to the more rural parts of your state, you know wherever you are, you gotta see it. I mean, this just sit out there, touch a tree take your shoes off and just, you know, just be at peace and you'll find somewhat, you know, you're in tune again. And, and, and I love to go out into nature regularly. Uh, if I can do it within my city limits or in today, I'm just happy to be out, you know, goofing off and, and just enjoying, not really goofing off, but more like energizing. And it's something we have to do, you know, not only as business owners, but as practitioners. And so I decided to, uh, come out here once again, because, my uh, wife is we celebrating her birthday, and it's something I like to do is 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 provide massage therapy. Though you know we give thousands of massages per year um, in our clinics, and the the odd part about it is we we take time for ourselves, but oftentimes we go outside of our region to work within environments. And I, I ended up talking to a practitioner um, just. Uh, just recently and, and just 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 heard his sales health sales speech and it, it reminded me uh, of my little my nine-year-old and so he got up one day and said you know Baba and most of you know that means dad he said I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna go sell something now this kid always has like a desire to get up and go do something he's the kid who wakes up you know early he's not the earliest rise but when he's up Everybody knows he's up because, you know, he runs, he's heavy and he bounces and he wrestles. And, and again, he's usually the pot stirrer in the family. So he said, I'm going to go out and I'm going to sell some some water. And I said, OK, well, you can go sell some water because I have, you know, cases of bottled water floating around the house. And so he says, OK, I said, well, are you going to pay me for your bottled water? He said, but why should I pay you? And I said, because it's the family's bottled water. It's not for you to go sell the bottled water. If you're going to do that, you have to, you know, do you want to take a loan out and, and we'll, we'll loan you the bottled water. And then whatever you make, you just pay us back for the bottled water you used and you keep the profits. And he's like, OK. But for a while, he said, no, nah, I don't think I'm going to do that. So he decided to grab some some cups of water because that was free. That was from the sink. And I was like, hey, free water, free water is cool and gang. So he decided to grab some cups of water and um just you know put put a few of them together and walk out and started trying to sell them to people in the park now if you know if you're the average person and a little kid nine-year-old comes up and you say hey you want to buy some water uh in in the bot in a cup they're probably gonna say no 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 even some of the some of the uh the people who really really love kids are probably gonna say no so that idea didn't go out so he said okay so he came back home he said baba I think I'm going to go and sell some crackers, you know, some crackers and, and peanut butter. And I said, OK, well, all right. You know, same rule, same apply. I said, if we give you the, the food is for us to eat. But if you go out and sell it, then, you know, you have to pay for that. And, you know, we'll, we'll take the part out. He said, OK, cool. He finally understood that concept. And he said, OK, that's cool. So he got a pack of one pack of these saltine crackers, put some peanut butter on it and then put some pesto on it just to give it a little variety. And he packed it up and, you know, in a big big container and started walking around the neighborhood started asking people if they want to buy pesto again same idea and so he's sitting there 
and he keeps getting people to tell him no about the water and then he gets uh, another you know about the pesto and peanut butter and, and it, he's getting kind of kind of distracted but i said what is something else people need in the community and he said well there i always see dog walkers and i said how about this how about if you go and ask them to do the 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 saltine crackers you can sell and if they don't say yes then ask them about the dog walking so he said okay great idea so he's going out there like most nine-year-olds they get very distracted he sees his friend liam he and liam decide they're going to go together and they're going to go and start knocking on doors for the crackers but liam has another idea he said hey i got some checks mix at home how about if we use the checks mix instead of the crackers so he goes gets the checks mix lo and behold they go out and they sell the Chex Mix. Now, Liam's f- family doesn't have the same rule about using the family food to go and sell. But sure enough, they went out there, they sold it, they made a profit. So what they did is they went to the grocery store, went and bought a bag of Doritos and started trying to sell them. Liam's mom put a put a freeze to that. She said, no, I don't want you just randomly knocking on doors and stuff like that. Just neighbors asking them if they want to buy some Doritos or some food or something like that. It is not packaged, pre-packaged. And so it led me to an understanding about something phenomenal about young people and something that I'm sure you've forgotten about, the ability to have the audacity to fail and the audacity to sell. Many of us get into our professional practices many times and we forget the fundamental thing that keeps us in business. It's not our hands, it's not our knowledge, it's not our wisdom, it's not our skill set. It's not even the connections that we have to, you know, the great gurus of the industry. It's our ability to sell. That is what separates a business from a hobby is the ability to sell. If anything you should always remember is find what the customer is looking for. Again, using my son as an example, he went to find what the customer was looking for and then he could provide that service. That is so important because I think sometimes as practitioners, we think we know what the people are buying. And it's good to test new techniques, new marketing, new approaches, but discover what they are buying. If they're buying it a lot and they're willing to pay at a premium price, then sell them that. Sell them what they want to buy. And like anything, you have to innovate. If you know about massage, it it has changed so much in the last 40 years. It went from something that hippies did and people who were a little over the you know, left field sometimes to places in hospitals and clinic and research and, and veterans homes and a number of other places that previously we never saw but at the end of the day you have to have the ability to sell and you have to understand that sales is what drives the engine of your business sales is what drives the business of your government and here's a little here's a little tip I said government because the government cannot stay in business unless they have taxes taxes are provided by businesses and businesses have employees everything rides on the business Everything rides on the business, not the government, not how people feel. It's the business. When there's transactions, government can make money. When there's transactions, people can pay their hospital bills. When there are transactions, people can pay massage therapists. Learn to become a master at transactions, helping people, guiding them through the sales process and upselling them at any opportunity you find available. Now, in a subsequent um, 
podcast, I'm going to tell you how to, how to effectively upsell your client before they get to you, when they're in your clinic, and when they're you're in massage room so that every hour you have, you're making twice as much money for the same amount of effort. And sometimes three to four times, but it requires you to understand the transaction and the sale and honoring the person and making them feel special and important. If you like more tips, more understanding about business and business fundamentals with regards to health and wellness practitioners, go on over to NikkeiRoach.com. I'll see you next time.